0: From, uh, like you uh, TV shows. Well, not just TV shows, but I'm talking what about Whatever like, happened to predictability? Um, no, no,
1: no. What, what I'm talking about is like character themes. You know how you could oh, hum films? like Axel F. Yeah. From Be- Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, know it well. beep. Beep. <laughs> Remember that they did the yes, frogs. Yes. Uh, but no like there was there was always like everybody had like a cool theme like you'd think about Tim Burton's Batman. They don't do that anymore it seems like. They kind of have themes they're just not as
0: pronounced. They're a little more subtle. There is a Spider-Man there's an Avengers theme. Like all these Marvel movies kind of still have themes. They're just not as as
1: they're not as hummable, like yeah. you said. Do they? Did they use the Avengers theme for like Age of Ultron? Was mm-hmm, it still mm-hmm. the same music? Key? Yeah,
0: it's like, uh, oh
1: man, I can't say, I can't conjure it right <laughs> See, now. See, every time I try to think of it, I think of the X2 theme. That's that's all that's coming to my Dun, head right now. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> da, 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 da. Yeah, that's which is great because they brought it back mm-hmm. for like X Men Apocalypse. Yes, all of
0: the Brian Singer uh, X Men films, I believe, have that theme. Except for the first one. Oh, the, oh, that's right because they had uh, he had his buddy uh, mm-hmm. do the music on that. I film. think it was What's the same person. Name? The same? No, Wait, it what, wasn't. You no, know, it was um, Otto. Otto something. Octavius. Yes, that's The, right. the doctor <laughs> from the Spider-Man comics. That's exactly. It. <laughs> <laughs> I am
1: here to compose I, the music. I can't thing. remember what
0: that guy's name is, but he he also edits movies. Like he for a long time he was Brian Singer's editor. And yeah, and film that's composer. and
1: that's what they did. He worked on X two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
0: no, 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 he worked on X one. They brought look, in I'm, Danny Elfman. I think for Danny X2. Elfman did not do X two. You know, I'm thinking of Spider-Man. You're right, You're my bad. Speederman, Speederman. Oh, I'm Speederman.
1: Speaking of uh, scores and themes, mm-hmm. what I would love for somebody to do, please, because I am not this talented. Uh, please take the Daft Punk Tron Legacy soundtrack. Oh yeah, and cut it to bum, both bum. The Force Awakens mm. and Mad Max Fury Road. What do you mean the trailers? Cut no, no, to no. The no. Trailers? I want to see somebody do like a just a, a score only cut. Ah. You know they do that sometimes where you just get like the score of a yeah. movie. Some some movies have that feature on the Blu-rays. That would be. I, I would love to see someone match up the Daft Punk soundtrack, like cues from the Daft Punk soundtrack. Ooh. Match it up for the force awakens and for mad max. Fury See, well. I'm
0: with you with Mad Max, but I don't think you can you can divorce uh, the John Williams theme uh, or, or even that style of, of score from a Star Wars. I, I think See, the score I itself is, that, is I think there's a way to do it. Half of what makes You, you know who I was googling recently though? Uh, Joel McNeely. You familiar with Joel McNeely? Yes, I got
1: one of his CDs right behind you. He I'm did guessing the, it's the Shadows, Shadows of the of Empire, the Empire yes. soundtrack. It's the only one that uh, anybody I know. Uh, well, he owns. also, he also speaking of the movie that we're going to be talking about tonight, mm-hmm. uh, he was part of uh, of composing the extended soundtrack for it when they released it on CD like a few years ago. They did like an extended of Shadows soundtrack of to this movie of, of that we're going to be talking of about. Of Judge Dredd? to spoil it! Man. Oh, sorry. I mean no. of the movie <laughs> we're gonna talk yeah, about. No, what movie's that, Joe? It's, it's Judge <laughs> Sh- Hi. What I had no this idea. This is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. <laughs> Hi, it's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. And we're here to say <laughs> that we love watching movies in a major way. <laughs> 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 Now listen to my story all about how we watch movies every week. Nothing about this rap is going to rhyme because I don't know wicked, how to rhyme. Wicked,
0: wicked, wicked. <laughs> you always got to end with that. What what noise was that? that were to, yeah, there you go.
1: Great. So okay. what were you saying? So now that we've enjoyed this fucking podcast, we can get back to the small talk bit mm. that I really enjoy. I love our small talk. I do too. And for some reason, I feel like we can't mention the movie until after we do like the little official intro. My bad. No, it's because Joel I'm obsessive compulsive and I'm ridiculous in that way. Mm. But no, it turns out that they had released an extended Judge Dredd soundtrack, and Joel McNeely did some work on it. Interesting. That's why I thought you were bringing it out. I was like, wow. That's no, really no. Good. But I guess. So.
0: Oh, you know what? Maybe that's why. Is you it got really lived interesting, or is that just something you say no, when it's I say? No, so. it's my go. O-tos. Okay.
1: Anything's interesting. <laughs> oh, really? I go back and listen sometimes to our podcast, and I'll like say something, mm. and you'll respond with "interesting." I'm like, it really wasn't. <laughs> it was just, just go with me. Just a, a silly little tidbit. No, um,
0: oh, you took a shower. Interesting. Sure. <laughs> I find that. So fascinating, John Ottman. John Ottman yes. is the name of the guy. Who I love did those. I love the score when I have my love seat and I will
1: <laughs> put, I'll just put your, my feet up. <laughs> put your feet up on that Ottman, that mm. John Ottman. Yeah.
0: No, you're right. He did this. Well, now I need to know. Who you know did what the, score for the first act.
1: Something you could put your feet up on when you're on the toilet. You would call it Yo the bitch. John, the John Ottman. Oh.
0: <laughs> I love. Oh, that's great. <laughs> no, that's, it's not. That's funny. That's interesting. Yes. Interesting. Isn't it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, be, I'll say stuff like
1: you know Chris, oh. Chris Evans was in Scott Pilgrim and apparently when he was doing that movie uh, he had a hangnail and you'd be like that's interesting wow I had no idea dude I literally f- think that's
0: L- the most interesting thing literally. I've ever heard Michael Kamen did the score for the first oh man movie. I loved him as Alfred You're in the Batman, right. Batman movie <laughs> <That's> Michael. right <Goh. laughs> I promise
1: your parents I'll take care of you Michael Kamen as in the islands Michael Kamen is in Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. and Highlander that's right. He did the Highlander score. didn't That's he? right. Oh. I wonder if he did the score for three, the Dale Earnhardt story. I don't. I don't think anybody did the score for <laughs> No. No. I'll tell you what the score was. Zero. It was a three. Yeah. Oh. We we already told that That's joke. More clever than my punchline. Uh. So yeah. Dude. You know. Hmm. I uh. I I feel bad, and I, I need to apologize to you. Last week on to the podcast. To me or the listener? Who are you talking to, to now? I need to apologize to you. Okay. I will accept. This. Joel. Uh. I need to apologize because. Uh, I didn't mention this last week on the podcast. Uh, I had an insanely awesome birthday party. Complete surprise. That was fun. Uh, the, the, I had tickets. Usually I'll go see a movie every year on my birthday, and it, it usually turns out to be a Bond movie. I still have not seen Spectre, by the way. Ooh, I haven't either. <laughs> we should do it on the <laughs> we podcast. do it on the podcast. Afternoon. And, Daylight. and it's streaming
0: right now on Hulu. What? Yeah. Do you pay for Hulu? Yeah, I don't pay for Hulu. Hulu never really appealed to me.
1: I, I There's enough on there mm-hmm. that justifies the cost for me. What do you watch on Hulu? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Oh, now I have to know. Oh, Dancing with the Stars. Dude,
0: there's no, hey, there's no, there's no, there's a little bit of shame in that. I was going to say there's no shame in that. There's a, little, a little bit of shame.
1: Ma- Master Chef. Uh,
0: that's a, That's another another fine show. Listen, these are all highly rated uh, and highly um, watched <laughs> television that fresh, have
1: been on for fresh seasons. Fresh off the boat.
0: That's a great show. I love, I love fresh that guy. off the boat. Yeah. Oh,
1: he's so funny. That's a really funny show. What's that guy's name? Not going to work no. here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's something simple, like John Park or something, right? Oh, oh, you're talking about the guy who played... Uh, uh, J- King um, Kim, Chow Yun-Fat. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? That's right. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il. Or Kim uh,
0: Jong-un. Kim... Yes, that's right. He was the un, not he's...
1: the Il. <laughs> What's the time? <laughs> Damn it, you were drinking. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what were we talking about? You oh, were talking about your birthday. Yeah, and dude, you were I had, welcome. Had a fantastic time. So I, I got tickets to go see Doctor Strange. Yeah, for and, the second time. Uh, yeah, it was. It was the second time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I had those tickets as well. It's interesting. And then bailed. Shut up. <laughs> you don't get
0: to say interesting. Only I get to say interesting.
1: Uh, so no, I had tickets to see Doctor Strange, and Sarah was excited because she hadn't seen it yet. This mm. was going to be her first time seeing it. Mm. Uh, and she wanted to take me to dinner for my birthday. She had asked me what I was in the mood for. I was like, you know, let's not do t- anything too crazy. Well, she ended up taking me to Saltgrass. Love um, it. And they have the best steaks. The steaks are so, huge. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I we'll walk in, and I kind of knew something was up when we walked up to the hostess, and Sarah was like, okay, we're here for, you know, ba-da-da-da, Joe. And then the waitress oh, no. just pointed at did a she, table. Did she have the worst poker face? She didn't even try. She didn't even try. She just pointed at a table. Ugh. And that's why I was like, oh, Okay, well, You're people, like must, here. people must be here waiting for me. Uh, mm. They must. She must have wow. some folks. Say, hey, Way to ruin you it. You need for me to get to hurry up with this story. No, no, no at no, your watch. No. I got the little buzz buzz. Oh, I didn't see okay. what it was. Uh it's a smart watch. It's so smart. It's beautiful, too. Mm-hmm, thank you. You used to wear like these really obnoxious, huge, round they watches. They were so heavy, too. And I tell you what, it's nice
0: to have my, my arm back. Full motion of my wrist. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: Masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of which, so we're at the <laughs> restaurant. I walk up, and all these people are sitting around this table with menus up over their faces. Yes. And I could kind of recognize Griff because he's on my side where I'm standing. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Because of the cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, that too and so I assume like oh it's probably good with Jason Joel and stuff and you guys lower your menus it was a cool surprise and like as I'm looking around the table I'm like oh look, there's jay there's Joel there's Jenna there's what? and then I come back around to like Jay? Yeah. What the fuck? Surprise. That was that was a huge surprise. Not that I didn't appreciate seeing everybody, but he was <laughs> the last person in the world. It was funny to,
0: uh, yeah, oh, hey, all my friends are here. Oh, and then a better friend is here. <laughs> and the rest of us like... <laughs> That's
1: not true. We're here too. He just... he Just lives because on we the, live here. He lives on the West Coast. Fuck you, Jay. And usually I know when he's in town. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's Harper's godfather. He's my best friend. Is he the godfather? He's my brother. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Jay and I have... Thanks. Jay and I have a very... uh uh, a very storied past uh yes. he's very close to me and um when I was in high school open up a little bit here when I was in high school, I left home uh my my sophomore year of high school junior year of high school do you mean you ran away yeah okay uh, and I lived with him and his family for two years mm. because there was a a very abusive situation going right. on at home Got it. Uh, and so Jay and his family took me in and I didn't realize why, that that's why Jay is super special to me. He you guys are pretty,
0: like brothers Yeah, from another mother.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, no, that was fantastic. And then you guys all, I mean, it was a great surprise and, I guess everybody chipped in and got me this uh, Lego uh, Disney castle. Dude. Which I cannot wait to fucking put together. Uh,
0: well, that's going to take you the entirety of 2017, I believe. Because did I see on the box,
1: what is it, a thousand pieces? It's it's, it's Yeah, something close to that. A thousand Lego got, pieces. Like the Jack. box, I see the box, but I can't quite reach it to take a look. Be the box, uh, But Joe. it's, it's a the lot. Box. The only thing that I think I've created that's close to that, maybe it was a little bit more, was the Lego Death Star mm which is up in the kitchen. Uh um, yes. It's poor Sarah. She's like plagued with my little Lego creations <laughs> that I forced her to like have in the hey, kitchen. Hey, this one was her fault. She decided to And she even told me she's like, "You know how I feel about Legos, <laughs> but I know how you feel about Legos." Aww. And so there we go. No, there was yeah. she was a keeper. It was an awesome surprise. It was a fantastic birthday. Uh I couldn't have asked for anything better. Maybe a more agreeable end to this election season. <laughs> that would have been awesome, <laughs> but uh yeah. Well, I mean, no. what are you, you going to do? Listen, yeah. Hey, Joe, I, I called
0: it last week. I said I it wasn't going to be... I do not think it was going to be... The media is making sp- it sound closer than it really I is. I said I didn't think it was going to be nearly as close as people thought it was. And uh, I was right. Just for uh, the wrong side, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but again, all I had to go on was what CNN and the news outlets and everybody was saying. All the polls that they were doing and the mm. polls just turned out to be yeah, wrong. Polls. So wrong. Which is it's kind of refreshing, actually. It's nice to know
1: that... Uh, it's almost like we have free will now, Joe. Our lives are aren't predestined. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that you would say that hmm. uh, because I feel like it illustrates something different when, like, the popular vote of the country votes for one person. And some yeah, archaic system has voted in somebody else. Uh, I feel like our free will is but, questionable. But
0: that archaic system is, is to protect those minorities, so that it doesn't all become run by. And I get it. Listen, I'm I'm disappointed too. He's not who I wanted. He's uh, I, I called him uh, numerous names on yes. last week's episode. Um, but no, but now that we're resigned to this, I'm kind of like, man. All right, all right. Fuck it. Right. It's uh-huh. it's gonna be refreshing. Like it, it at
1: least this will be fun to watch. I'm trying to remove my uh, much like a uh, much like a rape victim. That's, that's how I feel. Like I feel like our our brothers and sisters in the minority and gay communities feel like this is gonna be fun to watch. No, I don't mean it like that. But I mean like uh, I, I, I get it. But I, there's there's very little as a as
0: a public citizen that we can do. We have all cast our votes. The majority won. Um, and, and like I said, I don't I don't think it was as close as people. I know there's that whole popular vote thing. It, it, was like, it was like 60 40. It was, yeah. it was, it was pretty. Uh, it's my favorite TV show. Decided. Every week. 60 40? What is that show? Uh, it's that news program. You're talking the, about the clock. 30 for 30.
1: <laughs> oh, 24. Oh, 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, news. <laughs> 24. <laughs> Did you see that bringing 24 back? Get my news from Facebook. It's like some. It's not even Jack Bauer. Again? He's too busy being the designated survivor. Uh, Did you see that, no. that show? The, uh, 24? They're I, bringing back a new 24. It's called 24 Legacy. Oh, intru-
0: oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that worked so well for the Bourne Legacy. Is it starting Jeremy Renner? <laughs> yes. As, uh, uh, and, and
1: Garrett Hedlund because it worked for the Tron Legacy <laughs> yeah. as well.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, hey, they're still trying to revive that. Dude, I hope, still hope so. For I hope 3. they bring it
1: back. I, I, I don't know. Are you familiar with the Tron movies? Have you watched them? I've seen them both, yes. Yeah, mm. I loved Tron Legacy. Mm. I thought that, no, seriously, like, I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't I care it. about your opinion. I'm, telling, I'm invalidating your feelings. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I think it's a really good movie. It's Interesting. I think it was, it's... <laughs> It was a good movie to get people back into like the mode of Tron. Yes, like, absolutely. Here we go. It wasn't. A, it wasn't perfect, but man, what a! It's a great bit of classic Joseph Campbell story of the hero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You had a great soundtrack to it. It was visually, it was fantastic. Unless mm-hmm. it was CG, Jeff Bridges, that was really unsettling. Even that, I didn't mind. I minded that a lot. You know, you go back. I wouldn't have minded it in the computer, but at the very beginning. When they cut to him and he's like, and he's talking to his good night, yeah. He's <laughs> like, got no. that creepy grin on, right? Yeah. Like, why not? Why not just my shoot room. him? Why not just shoot him from the back of the head and just be like, "Good night, Sam." Because they could. They didn't. <laughs> they, they, they didn't they were think so about, about, it. about whether <laughs> they could. They didn't stop to think whether they should. Should. Yeah, and they shouldn't have. But I, I like that movie. I Man. love it. And it's a,
0: it's a, I need to revisit it because I really, honestly, I saw it the one time. I listened to the soundtrack. Oh, so good. Ad nauseum for a while when it came out. That's why it was thinking, a great. Soundtrack to study from. That's
1: why I was thinking that stuff earlier. Where I was like, I wish someone mm-hmm. would take the Daft Punk soundtrack. We've come full one. circle, Joe. We have come, and that's what's important. <laughs> All right, so guys, we uh, we checked out Judge Dredd. Yeah. I had, we, I had two movies that I was thinking about doing, mm-hmm. and I made Joel ultimately make that choice by picking which. If you could take the pebble from my hand, <laughs> yeah, you kind of did the uh, Willow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, no, no apprentice this no year. No apprentice this year. You are great. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and so I had two movies. Full disclosure, it was either going to be Michael Jackson's Wait, Moonwalker. Oh, uh, what, what, well now we can never do that. Why? I don't know. We could totally do it still. <laughs> like uh, it was either going to be Michael Jackson's Moonwalker or this movie. I would like to do uh, that at some point. And it turned out to be Judge Dredd, 1995, Sylvester Stallone, Judge Dredd. This is about the time where, like, you know, Batman was still fresh in everybody's minds. Um, You know, and and I feel like that's what really kicked this off was Tim Burton's Batman bringing superheroes back in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't really died off since. It's just gotten better uh, because a lot of those properties that got scooped up in like the, the early and mid 90s. And they did not do Too great with them Are you talking about Like comic book properties That were yeah. then turned into Yeah you that mentioned into uh, movies. The shadow The, the phantom The shadow I actually have a, girl.
0: have a soft spot For shadow Tangirl
1: girl we did on this uh, yes, Podcast a few years back Looked yeah. that up on iTunes um, There were there were a few comic book uh, Properties that they had Turned into movies The mask that's right. That was a comic book,
0: wasn't Also yeah. enjoyed that. I wonder if that holds up. Oh, guess what's getting added to the podcast list? Yeah, right. That and its sequel. Not to be confused with Mask, <laughs> oh starring gosh, Eric Stoltz. it would be so depressing. <laughs> yes. if, if, if Jim Carrey were in that film, if they just swapped roles, it'd be completely different. He's hamming it up. Somebody stop me! <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. Huh. Good afternoon, good morning, and... <laughs> <laughs> That's not, wow, you just went a whole other Jim Carrey movie on that. Yes. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've had yeah. Truman Show on the mind. So we uh, we checked out 1995's Judge Dredd, starring Sylvester Stallone and Armando Santé. And
0: you're right, Joe, because this was a time, um, you know, 1995, like you said, where uh, we weren't really... Uh, used to uh, constant comic book movies, um, and it's fun. They, they have to remind you that this is a comic book movie because uh, in the the opening credits, there's images <laughs> Co-
1: of the comic, comic book. book covers. Yeah, I and know. then it pulls the whole like uh, Superman, the original Christopher Reeve Superman beginning. Mm-hmm. Where do you? I don't know if you remember the first Superman film. Of course, it opens. It. it opens up with a kid going through the comic book pages. Of Action Comics number one. Oh, yeah. And they kind of did that in this, where it's like all these comic book covers of 2000 AD and Judge Dredd, uh, you know, and then it kind of went to someone flipping through pages, uh, what would soon become the Marvel logo of just the flipping page thing. Uh, and then it opens up um, on a character that isn't Judge Dredd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, poor yeah. Rob Schneider. Well, I
0: say poor Rob. Poor us for poor having to watch Rob Schneider. Are you a Rob Schneider fan, Joe? It depends
1: on the product. What it is your on the favorite uh,
0: role that Rob Schneider has played?
1: Uh, they did an American uh, remake of the TV show, the British TV show, Men Behaving Badly, mm. and Rob Schneider was in it. I loved that show. Oh, interesting. I thought he was really good. Was oh, it sorry, sorry. Shows? Damn it! See, I'm gonna be conscious of it. I actually meant that. <laughs> uh, but he was really good in it. Ken Marino ended up being like mm. his roommate. Uh, before that, it was oh, I can't remember his name. It was the dude that was the the uh, Ellie Fanning's father in Super Eight. Um, oh,
0: uh, Kyle. Ah, uh, Kyle... yeah, I can't remember his name. Man. I'll look it up. But he was Kyle the McLaughlin. he was the
1: original. Um, Chandler. Uh, Partnering crime for Rob Schneider in that show and they really had a chemistry and like Justine Bateman was the love interest and it was a, a pretty decent little sitcom that lasted about a season and a half. Oh. Um, Never saw I, it. Li- I liked Rob Schneider in that a lot.
0: I've liked him in some of Adam Sandler's films. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the one with that he did with Drew Barrymore? Well, he's done a couple of them. 50 First Dates. 50 First Dates and he's playing like <laughs> he's supposed to be like a Samoan or something. They're, they're practically doing blackface on him. They've kind of uh, tanned him up um, and he's got these little Simone kids running around, and we're just supposed to believe that. All right, yeah, he's not. That's not Rob Schneider. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, it totally I, is. But he was I liked funny him in that.
1: In Zohan, don't nobody fucks with the Zohan. Nobody right? don't mess with the Zohan. Quitting <laughs> uh, Big Lebowski there. And that is one of those. I feel like Zohan is like Adam Sandler's one return to like a movie that I thought was as funny as Billy Madison. Mm. I really liked that. I one. never saw it. It was really, to me, it, man, it killed me. I thought it was really funny, but going back to it, I may not like it as much as I did. Yeah, those strong Schneider, words. Rob Schneider played like a man of Middle Eastern descent. Oh, once again. <laughs> and it was kind of funny because he was like, throughout the whole movie, he's playing like this, what people would would figure is a stereotypical person. I was going to say, like sounds is. racially insensitive, but th- uh, those are those uh, Adam Sandler <laughs> Where buddies. he's trying to order liquid nitrogen over the phone. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to me. Uh right. so yeah, no, Rob Schneider.
0: Yeah, he's hit or miss for me, but he's usually miss. Um especially when he's when he's in his own scripts, Deuce Bigelows and uh um, Yeah. And the animal Deuce too, the animal. Oh, I forgot about the animal.
1: Yeah. Um What was it with the, the hot chick me. or
0: something? The hot chick, yeah, because most of his films are just like 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 when he has control over them. Uh-huh. Uh, or he's ad libbing they're just kind of dumb. They're lowest common denominator, and it's—they're uh, not necessarily harmful usually, uh-huh. um, but I, I can't get behind him. I'm—I'm not a, a proponent of his—his—his his, his work. His I feel you on work. that. I feel you on that. Um, uh, but this may be one of the worst roles, or <laughs> his—his uh, worst contribution to a film. Mm-hmm. Not gonna say it's his fault. I'm sure he was—he he did what he was paid to do. Uh, but the decision to bring him on to this kind of property not is contentious
1: not just him mm-hmm. the fact that the decision to have this character in the film yes I think is a problem because what do you know about the comic book uh, I know a lot about that I used to read so, 2000 AD. Okay. I was a big fan of Garth Ennis's writing on this so then you know uh, that the, I, l- I love the John Wagner character so you know Church the character of,
0: of yes. Fergie uh, is is in this fil- uh, is in the comic books but he's kind of more of a, a badass yeah, right
1: yeah a he's bit. not comic relief uh huh. Uh, Why would they have done that? Not, well, not just that, but also just the way that dread is handled in general is not is not. The way that the comic book goes. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the making
0: of this film um, had had some issues and it was kind of a, it was a passion project for the director, but uh, it sounds like the director's kind of an asshole. <laughs> and then uh, the studios and, and What, Stallone... a film director's an asshole? <laughs> well, there's a, there's a uh, if you, did you read the IMDb uh, trivia? Uh, what did, what was well, it? Well, there's a tidbit there where like on one of the first days of shooting, he kind of just got out of his chair and, and screamed at the top of his lungs, everybody here must fear me. And then got back on his chair quietly and continued to, like, like he was trying to exert his dominance like they were all dogs. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, corroborated by several people on uh, on cast and crew. (laughs) Why the fuck would you do that? seems an odd choice. That's how you put your best foot forward. Exactly. But then if you hear his side of the story, it's like, well, I wanted to make it gritty and dark and, uh, you know, kind of go towards more of the the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Of course, this is pre uh, a world where we can have a dark comic book movie like that, right? And everybody wanted to make another uh, Batman film, and it was kind of silly and colorful. Well, and, Batman well, comic its, books, Batman you know, in kids. its own right.
1: The Tim Burton Batman movie is dark. It was, uh, yes. yeah. Batman is. Returns is darker. That one is even worse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it it wasn't until <laughs> until we got like Batman Forever, where it started turning into like a Seal music video, yeah, r- r- walking the catwalk. Man, I'll tell you, as a Batman fan. Uh, it's funny how, like, at the time, I was like, "Oh, this is great," <laughs> and then to like grow <laughs> I mean, up and like mature a little bit and go, "Oh yeah, no, this is bad." This
0: visually, is... it's it's. I think it still holds up. Uh, I like to do it on this podcast because there there are some redeeming qualities. Um
1: but... It's a little too colorful for Batman, you know? Yes. Here's, and and this isn't the podcast about Batman, but Mm. we're talking about superheroes. The problem was that we started going into, like, Joel Schumacher started doing send-ups of, like, what he knew was Batman. Yeah. And what he knew was the 60s TV show. The
0: 60s with Adam West and... uh, And Diane Wiest. Yeah. (laughs) As Catwoman, of course. No, Eartha Kitt.
1: And uh, what was the guy's name who played the Joker? David Hasselhoff. No. (laughs) Eartha Kitt. Kit <laughs> and David Hasselhoff <laughs> 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 Batman <laughs> the Batman <laughs> uh, well what the fuck were we talking about I don't remember because <laughs> I just went into like but I know it was interesting once you start Night Rider man I fucking everything else goes by the wayside Uh, uh you know we Hasselhoff. come we come down on Rob Schneider mm-hmm. but I do give this film props the fact that <laughs> future John Schneider dresses like now Joe you mean with Rob his, Schneider, <laughs> what did I, John, I say? John, John Schneider, Schneider. From, No, uh, from the Dukes of Hazard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: no, Rob Schneider, future mm. Rob Schneider, dresses like Joe now <laughs> with his cargo shorts. Oh. <laughs> I was like, eh, well, you know, <laughs> I guess there's that. Yeah. Fucking cargo shorts.
0: Part of the part of the poverty stricken of the future of the year twenty five. Part, part of the
1: poverty stricken of twenty sixteen. Whatever it was, yeah, so right. What I am right now, man. <laughs> Shit. So this movie opens not unlike Highlander with text on the screen. Oh, and somebody reading it.
0: Not just somebody, Joe. Uh it would be Fucking Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. That's right. <laughs> Hayden Christensen does the <laughs> <Hayden> open <laughs> and crawl. No, and you get at, at the time it would have sounded
1: like. Oh.
0: He'd have been a baby. I know. Not uh, not
1: unlike his speaking voice now. Where he's like, the cursed earth. Judging by, judging, by by the opening crawl on this movie, you would think that you were in for something pretty fantastic. Right. I was like, wow, they fucking uh, shelled out money for James Earl Jones to do a 30 second VO. We're in for a treat. However, I do feel like that's kind of fucked up. Like, okay, either you have, and I felt like this with Highlander, either you have the words on the screen. Or someone narrates. Yeah, we don't need both. We don't need both. We, we don't, don't need it's you. Don't, it's closed captions for the hearing impaired. <laughs> read it for me. <laughs> now read it. Like, if you're going to hire be, James Earl Jones, make him part of what like, if the they started, of started
0: judges. They started doing that in the Star Wars movies, just the
1: opening crawl. <laughs> Somebody like, starts reading it. A new hope. It's a dark time for the rebellion. <laughs> could it be like... Christopher Walken. Could it, no, I want it to be apathetic, Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Re- a dark time. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Skywalker's got, Luke's not around. He's a, like, every, it's the first time Desta. he's hearing all yeah. this. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> he's mispronouncing the names. Ananur
1: Palptine.
0: Palptine. <laughs>
1: Palptine. Palp- somebody, Somebody give me a, uh, <laughs> hit me up, hit, fill this back up a little bit. I like. I still like. Uh, what if Jeff Goldblum were uh, reading the crawl? <laughs> could Jeff Goldblum read every opening crawl? Yes. Could we? Could we do that? Could we just have you record as Jeff Goldblum no, and no. record every opening uh, crawl? Excuse
0: me, if I may. Uh, I'll tell you what the problem is. Uh, there's a new Death Star. Death Star. <laughs> hello. Now, now you do. You do plan on having. Stormtroopers <laughs> on your desk now,
1: right? I'm just imagining Jeff Goldblum with like the back half of the helmet of Darth Vader, <laughs> but, but, but with everything else just his face, kind of like dark yeah, like helmet. Rick Berettis from uh, Spaceballs. Yes. <laughs> That's great. And he's got to have his like curly mullet, like uh, uh, use use the force. <laughs> That's great. Ah, uh, can uh, uh, uh. never. T- <laughs> Oh, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. <laughs> <laughs> he told me enough. He told me you killed him.
0: They packaged yeah. it and patented it and, uh, and slapped <laughs> it on a plastic lightsaber. And now now they, they want to sell it.
1: Uh, and now we're,
0: now we're selling it. We're going to sell <laughs> it. Oh, shit. Uh, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, 1995, starring Sylvester Stallone and Rob Schneider. Uh-huh. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, With costume designed by Gianni Versace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that gets a big credit in the opening. I that, too. It's like costumes by, and it's like <laughs> you know Rando and hey. then, except Stallone's dread costume. You know what, though? His ass did look amazing in those leather
0: pants. It, it really, <laughs> There's a shot of him from behind, and I'm like, I want that ass. Okay. Not to do anything to it. I mean, I want it on me. <laughs> I just want to clarify. <laughs> just sitting on you? Like, <laughs> like an I, Idiocracy? Uh, rub your butt up against mine. Uh, sit on your face, Joe. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, you just open your mouth. I also like Joe. Uh, there's that scene early on where Judge is... Uh, he's in the the, the, the the cadet school for new judges. Wait, you are jumping judges. way too well, far Well, just ahead. because I'm talking about his costume and his stature.
1: And, oh, wait. Um, are you going to point out what I've got a note on here? Maybe. The wide shot, if you're watching in the super wide angle mm-hmm. and you look down... What? His feet. What can you see? He's wearing these huge-ass platforms. He's platform just fucking standing boots. on a crate
0: box, an apple crate. <laughs> And he's got the he's got the he's Which got I... the boots that the aliens from uh, uh what's it called Battlefield Earth are wearing. Yes.
1: I never noticed this he's, until
0: today. He's got like 12-inch heels. I was, watching
1: them, I was like what the fuck is well, he wearing? Because
0: you know something's up when you see the average height of the the cadets that he's talking to is about a foot lower than him. I'm like is this guy like 49 or something?
1: He's not a tall man. He is a short person. But I never noticed until today watching it. I was like look at he's wearing fucking Gene Simmons kiss he's, boots. He's lifting. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, um, so, that must have been fun. Okay, so, but in that scene, in the context of the film, you remember we got to this point where, like, Dred, uh was talking to Max von Sydow, who plays yeah. Chief Justice Fargo. That guy was around in uh,
0: all, all. he's been in, like, every sci-fi property. <laughs> yes, he has. He's, he's, it looks like he and Ian McKellen. He wasn't a part of Lord of the Rings, though. Mm-mm. Mm. He doesn't. He
1: hasn't done anything with that. That's that's a good point. Yeah. Wow. Missed opportunity. I know, right? Could have been Saruman. Uh, Max von Saruman. Max von Saruman. <laughs> uh, so he uh, he's talking to, and it's right after Dread has done like he's busted up this block war and stuff, he's with murdered Diane dozen Rain. people. <laughs> well, he has that authority. He's a judge. Yeah. That's yeah. They set that up in the uh, the cold. So open, he's running think. around with Diane Lane and this other guy, and this guy gets killed. And Judge Dredd isn't really feeling much about it. He's just like, it was his fault. You can't blame yourself. Who's she? <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. <laughs> See, because all I have to do is the voice of the retarded kid from uh, from uh, what's it called? From what we watched? <laughs> yeah. What was that? From the Ringer. The Ringer. Thank the kid you. Who who? I, I said the R word. You too. did, didn't you? It's all right. I said the F word on I'm last sorry. week's episode um, twice. But yeah, the kid who's like guessing all the, the songs—that's mm-hmm. a Stallone voice. He's like the great Billy Joel. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> what a great audience! <laughs> what a great audience! <laughs> See, that's all. you just got to slow just it lower down. Lower it, yeah. You slow it down and lower it, and you've got Stallone. No, uh, so, no. So he's Max von Sydow realizes like he, he he lacks a little bit of empathy. I want you to teach at the academy. He's like uh, battle tactics, right. or Marksmanship. Yeah. Or, or, it's like ethics. Ethics. And so we have this whole bit that we come back from, and Stallone is like, <laughs> Stallone is shooting a target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that not only is it a target, it's wearing
0: judge gear. I, I thought that was odd too, that yeah. they dressed up the mannequins in their own. Like, when would this ever happen? Why yeah. not put some uh, some normie uh, yeah, clothes right? on them? Why is he normcore. Why are
1: we training cadets to shoot people in judge outfits? Yeah, that is bad instinct. Uh, also, reinforce. there is nothing he says or does in this scene. That denotes that he is teaching anything that has to do with ethics. There is nothing ethical about, about his speech. He's talking about how like your when gun. you're all alone in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Why in the dark? Do they not have lights? What? He's just showing him the gun. You get one of these, you and go. you'll get one of these bikes. Maybe uh, Lawgiver, When you graduate, <laughs> uh, and and so then he's like, when you're alone in the dark, all that matters is this: the law the book. That's not ethical. Like what? You're not. You're not. This is orientation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is his, uh,
0: his his pep speech, I think, yeah. that he was
1: gearing up for. Um, so I I like Stallone in this role. Yeah. I'm going I'm to say that right now before and, we get any further it. And the guy who uh,
0: created the comic book said that he thought he was the perfect, because uh, for John, a while... John Wagner? John Wagner, because for a while or it was Matt between Wagner, him John and... Wagner. I think it was John. For a while was it was between uh, him and Schwarzenegger. This role was actually, I don't know, if offered to him, or they were considering him. Um, of course, because you need a big burly guy. Yeah, um,
1: which you don't. Like Dread in the comics is kind of tall and like lanky. Yeah, like he's he's sinewy, he's muscly, mm. but in like a thin kind of way. Like not like the Rock. No, he's definitely not the Rock. There goes my recast. Um, it, but the thing that I've always I always knew about Dread, and mm. uh, I I always while watching this movie kind of struck me as odd is, you know, he's supposed to kind of be like a product of his time, like he's weather worn uh-huh. and he's war torn and he's gravelly and he's disenfranchised and dread never changes in the books dread mm. is dread he is kind of a force of nature within himself so he's not even really kind of the main character of his own book he's it's more of how he affects the the climate around him okay yeah uh and and it's in what dread is is a statement you know this is this is a comic book that was created and written by, you know, Brits and Irish specifically who were dealing with like persecution ah. from England. And, you know, that 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 80s kind of mentality that like, fuck the Brits, uh, you know, fuck the queen. uh, And and that's kind of where dread comes from. Hmm. And dread both embodies that uh that iron fist, you know, that that I, I don't know how I'm I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, I know what I'm trying to say. I just don't know how to say it. Uh, right. he, he embodies that, but at the same time, he's kind of... He's also written to be something that can rise above it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but You'll- he never changes. He He... Has his his rules? He has his code, and he holds steadfastly to it. I like that. Um, and that's not how it's represented here in this in this movie.
0: I really wanted to watch the the newer one uh, with Carl Urban. It's so that good. everybody says is awesome. That you have on 3D. That I need to get a 3D TV to actually watch. Yeah, I um, But but alas, I just there are not enough hours in the day for me uh, to watch it before this podcast. But I really want to now because everybody
1: says this one's great. And uh, the one we're reviewing has 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) The Carl Urban Dread movie uh, definitely illustrates Dread in a much more accurate light. Okay. Uh, Even though, and I I get it, with movies, like, you need for your character, especially if it's named after him, uh, you need for that character to go on a bit of a journey. Yeah. And he does, without compromising what the character was. Oh, interesting. Which is great, isn't it? Oh, damn it, damn it. Catch myself. It's okay. Now I'm gonna make you paranoid about it. Uh, but that's not to say that this Judge Dredd movie doesn't have some positives.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It feels like it feels like um, the Firefly movie, Serenity, from a few years ago, yeah. where it was kind of obvious that. Had they had the time, had they had a second season, this would have been a great twelve-episode arc. Yeah, but they had to cram all of the beats into a two-hour movie. Right, and I kind of feel that way about here. And this is even shorter. This is a short film. It's like a a book thirty-six. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and. We're
1: jumping all over the place. We don't really got to focus too much on... like, Not but... on what fans wanted to see. What did fans want to see? I think Drudge Dred fans wanted to see more stuff like in the Cursed Earth. I think they wanted to see more stuff with the Angel family and Mean Machine. Like Those are characters that Dredd fought in the comics. Hmm. Those were villains. Even Rico has an arc in the comic books. But I think ultimately what fans wanted to see is something a little bit more... I, I don't want to say grounded, but something a little more grounded. Like, you're Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd isn't Batman. He's not Superman. He is Judge Dredd. Like, he, he fights crime, and it's cool that they had a story of, like, you know, political corruption going on, mm-hmm. and he was... And I think that, for the most part, the story managed to be fairly intelligent yeah, With, I mean, he's some a, he's,
0: of the execution. He goes from being a, you know he's he's beholden to the law. That's all he's known, and then uh, the law the law kind of betrays him. It he betrays realizes him. He's become a puppet. Yeah, uh,
1: and he and he fights back. He rages against the he machine. He rages Joe. against the machine. I, I think part of the problem is him taking his helmet off. Dread never takes off his helmet. So many nerds like fucking lost their shit apparently online
0: yeah. when that was. And and I get it if you're never supposed to, and apparently in the comic book the only time his helmet is removed they still like censor out yeah the, to, so that you don't see what he looks like. Oh yeah. I like
1: that, uh-huh. but the fucking Hollywood, you can't do that when you're paying Sylvester Stallone to be... Like, who does Look it at o- Iron Man. Look at the Iron Man movies. By the end of the Iron Man movie, that fucking mask is off, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. The only... I, I mean, the only movie that I could think of in recent history where an actor was cool enough with just like, fuck it, I'm wearing the costume, was Deadpool. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bane. Oh no, so we never really see his Bain, you, you, face at you all. kind of do in the flashback. There's one of the flashbacks. There is there. Sort of and then I face. think at the very end,
0: doesn't he remove his mask? Yeah. His sister does. I mean Ryan Spoiler Reynolds,
1: alert. we we see Ryan Reynolds plenty in the Deadpool movie. Yeah. But when he's Deadpool, he's fucking wearing the mask. That's true. There's that's true. I think one part where he takes it off. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that's at the very <laughs> end. He's got the huge jacket. Yes. Stapled to his face. Which is funny as fuck. I love it. Uh, uh but yeah, and, and obviously you're not going to get someone like Stallone to not take off that fucking helmet. But
0: like, I would argue like you know that's fucking Stallone every time he, his his lower lip curves to the left when he yeah. says I'm there.
1: There's a problem with that. There is a lot of problems There's with that. There's some problems with that. Tell me your problems with uh, it. Uh, my problems with is Stallone's good. Uh, in in a lot of stuff that I I like Stallone in, in the Rocky films you know he yes, owns me do. that I love Rocky so much and I love the new additions that they've added to that franchise I even like Rambo I think Rambo's great I think that Stallone has put together some decent films in his career but his delivery <laughs> he, he's not exactly a man with range is what I'm going to say. So when but you who get, better to play a role like this? That's somebody who can enunciate a little bit better. Yeah, I yeah. think is probably better. Uh, you you have that whole scene where he shows up at the very beginning with the block war and he pulls out that mic and he says the classic Judge Dredd line: "I am the law." Yeah, you cannot muddy or mumble. I am the law, <laughs> and yet and he does. Yet he does his first bit of dialogue. He he stands up and he says, "I am." Ugh. like there's no <laughs> distinct distinguishing point between the and law it's annoying like every time i watch that movie i'm like god I, that can't be the best take you have of that uh and and it says that if, he says this a few times in the movie and never once gets it right like never once gets Gets that line. It's too bad. No, it is. It's Carl Urban and Dread. Carl Urban gets it. Yeah, fucking a. Can't wait for it. I'm gonna watch that tonight. It's so fucking good. Tomorrow, actually, so good. Uh, But again, there. This was a bad Judge Dread movie, Mm -hmm. but it was a pretty good. Paint by Numbers 90s action film. Yeah, I was going to say I,
0: like at the time I could see how I'm surprised it, it is at 18%. Uh, by today's standards it should be, but by 1995s uh, I was impressed with the effects. Yeah. Like this is a year after Jurassic Park and there's some cra- and Fifth Element and these some crazy um, Chase is going on, and I was going to say outer space. It's not really outer space, but in the future, <laughs> It's the future. flying around. Mega yeah. City One. Although I'm a little, a little confused about how some of the technology works in the future. Joe, there's that scene where uh, I'm jumping ahead here. But <laughs> please, please go ahead. Where they're they're doing the speeder bike chase, which is basically what it
1: is. Right? Yeah. Um, oh, there there are the a couple of things in this movie that I feel like George Lucas went. <laughs> I'm going to put this in my new Star Wars film.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he got the truck. Where, that truck is it does where happen. basically.
1: Judge Rico and Griffin order order 66 some, some clones to yeah. start to start killing judges i'm like oh so this is the part where palpatine orders order 66 That's to go into right. effect,
0: and there are clones too i yep. didn't even think about that yeah. but yeah another thing that echoes mm, no one will remember that movie Attack
1: of the clones <laughs> is
0: uh, so they're on the speeder bike chaser flying around the city uh, and there's these these digital uh banners right yeah. these these uh ads yeah uh, that have replaced billboards of course we all know in the future they're all going to be projected
1: with uh-huh. lasers and shit and they, um, and they will they will activate like video game levels yeah. where you have to like make your way through it at a certain amount of time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, but I didn't know
0: that they would just flat out fucking incinerate. any like, what kind of technology it's is being used? It's a hologram. <laughs> it's lights. Like you should be able to just pass through it. But one of these uh, bikers who's chasing Judge Dredd and Rob <laughs> Schneider. Just gets like incinerated, incinerated when it closes yeah. on them. Like yeah. I don't think that's how it's this like a, works. It's like a
1: repeating loop of like animated circuits
0: or yeah, it just something. Kind of comes open and comes closed. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of, of circuits, um, I, I I like 1995's version of technology where it's like <laughs> like when you, Joe, if you were gonna reprogram a robot or something, uh, you. Maybe uh, you'd use your phone. Maybe use your computer. There'd certainly be some sort of terminal. It certainly wouldn't be you cracking open and just like crossing a couple of wires. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, look, I reprogrammed this robot. Like Rob Schneider does that a couple of times. Software in film. doesn't work like that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, but yep, he wins d- the day.
1: I do, uh, I do like that there's a, there's a point where Stallone, and just is right before the chase that you're talking about, mm-hmm. where they ju- it's called the Lawmaster, uh, the motorcycle, mm. and they jump on it, and it's not working. And rather than, since we've already check-off-gunned the fact that Fergie, the Rob Schneider character, mm-hmm. knows how to, like, hack equipment and machinery. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving him, like, a hero moment where right. he gets the I bike to work. It. Fucking Judge Dredd just Arthur Fonzarelli's the fucking motorcycle <laughs> into the working. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. punches it. In midair, too, right? <laughs> As they're falling? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, Or it loses power. Then. Yeah, it yeah. loses power and then he, co- he comes back up. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> so speaking of the technology in this movie. All right. In this film, one of the key points, uh, there's there's a, a convict who's been kept under wraps and oh. kept a secret, played by Armando Sante. I know where you're going. This is Judge Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is being held in solitary confinement in, like, the most secure part of <laughs> the prison, okay. of the Aspen Penitentiary. Yeah. And the warden comes in, and apparently he's, you know, he's delivering a package that he got from mm-hmm. somebody. It's like your mysterious benefactor left you. He brought you a package, and they set up that he has to be cleared by the computers. Yeah. with his uh, with his voice, it's his voice, the voice you. command. Mm-hmm. And so he gives the voice command, like voice recognized, mm-hmm. "Welcome, Warden Miller." And like the guns train, and he's like, "Okay." And at some point, he makes the shield come down mm-hmm. that is protecting him from Armando Sante, mm-hmm. and he gives him the package now. At this point, like Armando Sante has the package for a good like three minutes, and he's just playing around with it, mm-hmm. and and the warden's like, "What is it?" Hmm. <laughs> and like, why the fuck didn't you say like, "All right, shields back up, like, yeah, immediately"? Or there there isn't like a fucking drop slot. Like this isn't the future. This is twenty sixteen right now. Like where we live. Uh, and we have fucking drop slots for stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't... How about fucking Silence of the Lambs? Yes. That was in the 90s. They didn't let fucking, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Clarice Tinsley. Not Clarice Tinsley. What, that's Cla- our news. Clarice. Uh, Clarice. Clarice uh, what the fuck was her last I'm gonna name? I'm going to look it up. Please Clarice Tinsley, by the way, guys, is a local news anchor. <laughs> so she was not in Silence of the Lambs. Um, so he gives he he gives this guy this package, and then Armand Asante transforms this Starling. box. Starling. Clary Starling. That's right. Uh, he transforms his box into a gun. Mm-hmm. Shoots the warden in the throat. In the throat, so he can't activate or deactivate. Rather, uh, the fucking warden's still alive. Yeah. Uh, after getting shot in the fucking throat, have gone through his uh, his uh, uh, spinal cord. <laughs> it's uh, through his uh, 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 dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you do you do plan to have spinal cords? So then, immediately, the guns are like, "We do not recognize your voice," and like shoots the fuck out of him. Meanwhile. Where are the other safeguards? Like yeah. is that really the voice thing is the only safeguard that's keeping Armando Santé? Peter doesn't know there's two people standing in it. Why isn't it shooting Rico? Yeah. Why is that? there isn't like a heat sensor? And there really isn't like a <laughs> no, backup two. Two-factor authentication. Yeah, in exactly. The there isn't a backup like, oh fuck, what if the fucking warden has a cold and his voice sounds yeah, different? If it doesn't sound like him. What, what there, about iris, there's, uh, there's retina no scanning? No other scanning. What about <laughs> fingerprints?
0: <laughs> fuck. In the future, like you should be able to have. D- they're cloning people with DNA. How about some DNA scanning? That oh, but that's on the futuristic. guns, Joel. You <laughs> yes, the day like Not in the penitentiary out. that's yeah. keeping all of the hardened criminals at bay. No, at, at, at Michael bay? bay. Oh,
1: come on, dude. We went, Where's your loyalties? We went to bays. <laughs> that's a city One, of two bays. One, two bays. Bays are here before you. That's what I said now. And this bay wants to bore you. It's the podcast I said. And this bay. Wants to blow up mountains. That's Michael Bay now. And this one wants to take you to fountains. That wasn't oh. Michael Bay now. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> you Jackman. Was in the fountain. Yeah, for some, for like two seconds, I thought Michael Bay made the fountain. And I'm like, wait, no. no that's, um, that was Darren that's, Aronofsky. Uh, Darren Aronofsky, thank you. Uh, I'd love to do that film on the podcast dude, sometimes. That's so, such a good movie. Though. I like, think so too. I really love it. I think it would bore the fuck out of people. I yeah, see maybe they're not. like <laughs> we'll sucking just, the dick of the fountain. We'll
0: just, well, there's some issues with it. But uh, no, oh, I like love that movie, God. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, okay, so. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, No, yeah, so there's that, that machinery that. And, and, like, Armand Asante is able to just, like, basically walk the fuck out of the prison. Yeah, yeah. They put people in body bags. Like, how he got somehow put into a body bag, like, no one would check it. With his gun. With his gun. Yeah. No one went, like, huh. Huh, what's this, this in his hand? This this guy's missing. Like, no one went. <sighs> That's the other thing, too. Okay, This so guy's th- missing. I wonder where he could be. That brings me to my
0: issue with technology. Um, so, th- th- so. There, there's video evidence of Judge Dredd <laughs>
1: from a reporter's firing. apartment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: exa- well, everybody's got cameras in their apartments. We all know. It. It's a
1: future. It's Ex- dystopian. <laughs> Except not in like prisons. Big brothers. Or, right? you know, high council rooms. Yeah, <laughs> like on. We don't have any Well, he video was a reporter. Camera. Maybe he had his own drop cam. Uh, they, they
0: didn't dress it. Um, but yes, so when uh, Dredd is being framed by,
1: um, is that supposed to be Rico? Dredd it is Rico. Hats? It's Rico dressed up like Judge Dredd.
0: Okay. And yet,
1: somehow they That was what was in the crate. Yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: Um, so he's able to uh, use the gun because they share the same DNA, I guess, because they're brothers, right? That's what we're. That's what we brothers, find out later
1: on. Brothers, quote unquote, because they were part of the same like Janus project study. Yeah, but the, he shouldn't have the exact same. Like, the idea of DNA is that you're not. Yeah, not two th- two people cannot have, even if you're identical twins, yes. you would not have the same DNA. Exactly. So that, that's a little a little But they were both created from the same test tube study. Like, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I, I will
0: give them that. Fine. Uh, but for a while there, I was a little perturbed because in the future, they're relying 100% on this video footage <laughs> know, of a right. dude wearing a costume. You can't even see his face. <laughs> you don't hear him. Just a guy in a, in a judge costume who comes in. And hey, when,
1: when it gets thrown out, that's when the, the other judge judge is like, okay. Judge MacGruber or Plan. Judge McGruder. She's like, I've been forced to bring this. I'm like, bitch, you should have brought this out. That should out. have been your A game. That should have been. And, and, and what about due process? Like, why does the defense not know about this? Yeah, I know. And why does oh. nobody know about it, which is really weird to me. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut no, you No, no, no. You're going exactly like, where I'm going. Okay. Judge Hershey turns to Dredge. She's like, did you know about this? Like, the DNA coding of, mm-hmm. like, the judges using the gun. And he's like, No. But I'm like, wait! All evidence fucking, has to be. The well, no, no, no! This is this is co- something completely different. Okay, uh, I'm thinking about like when Armando Asante goes to the the pawn shop, and he goes to touch the gun, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, No, don't no, don't no, touch no, Don't touch that! It'll mm-hmm. rip your arm off because only a judge can hold it. And he's like, well, What do you think? I, I, guess I must, must be a judge. I must be a judge. Um, okay, so the pawn shop guy knows that the guns are DNA coded to judges, mm-hmm. but Judge Dredd didn't know that his lawgiver like we watched it happen in the opening scene when they're in the block war and the guy tries to take the lawgiver that's a good point so like why is this why is this a surprise is it a surprise that th- that the DNA is coded? Or is that part of the only a judge can hold the gun? I, I think it was at the... Because the, they were talk, making a big deal about the bullets themselves
0: uh, get uh, imprinted with the, the shooter's DNA. Okay. And so when they got the bullets, the bullets had his DNA on. Okay. It wasn't so much the gun. So that's how they tied it back. But yeah, still confusing. And also, he should have known that that would have been uh, um, admissible in court. Uh-huh. Uh, also... The whole opening scroll with James Earl Jones and the whole premise of this movie is that you know we're in the future. There's no law or there's no there's Yeah. There's no, th- no courts. Everything has been distilled into these judges and that are law, jury minutes. But there's a fucking courtroom scene in this movie <laughs> yes. where okay, well I, I guess the law seems to be working okay. We still have courts, we still have is it like
1: juries the, and trials and that with the public, with the GP we don't have enough there's so much crime there isn't enough time they just for, have to, for judicial system. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, the judges... <laughs> I was a little uh, unclear on that. Like, yeah. It, it was,
0: right. Well,
1: you've read the comic books, so maybe that didn't bump you. But I was like, wait, uh, I it, thought we didn't have law. Yeah, no. What's it, happening here? Uh, it, it didn't bug me quite so much. Because there is... Sometimes there's, like, hearings and tribunals uh, in That's the a comics. Good point. But, no... It, you bring up a good point though, because you, you're saying in your opening crawl, you're setting the story, you're 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 establishing the rules. There are no, there's no courts, there's no ju- You know, these are the people that make the, they make the decisions, and so then suddenly we introduce like the Mega City One version of internal affairs. Yeah. When, <laughs> and the way they show up <laughs> is both. It makes perfect sense, but then the reason why is like, what? Wait, what? So Judge Dredd and Judge Hershey are like. They're, they're dispensing justice on a guy who's hanging out in his car and he's like bumping back and forth and yeah, trying to impress in, his girl in, in future to in future land, they're still listening to 1990s Rob Zombie. I apparently, uh, <laughs> I'm like devil man. Okay. Uh, so the, then dread like brings the driver over. He's like, no, you know, this is for a first offense to get it. towed is for a first offense. Uh, this, you've, it's this your is your fourth. fourth, this is your fourth infraction. And like, he says he's grenade, and then like shoots She's the fucking, car. Doesn't clear the area. There's probably no, plenty there's of pedestrians people.
0: everywhere. I know. Well, and the same thing in the aforementioned uh, biker chase scene. Uh-huh. Like he just has no regard for for her, uh, human life. Like he. He plows through a fucking highly populated, what seems like a like a shopping mall or, or like an, a, an outdoor market. Yeah, like he's he's intentionally leading the guys chasing him into here, and then pulls up at the last minute. Hell, you get away, but yeah. there's countless dead
1: bodies you've left behind it because. Might- Yeah, Yeah. my my note on that. So Dredd may have been falsely accused of killing a reporter and his wife and the judge counsel, but, like, the dozen or so other officers that he murders while escaping (laughs) the headquarters, oh, he totally did that shit. Yeah, yeah. And what happens at the end of the movie? He opens up the door and everybody's like, yay. Yay. (laughs) He's back. He just murdered, like, 12 of your friends.
0: He's got a bigger body count than Superman does. (laughs) Fucking Superman. Yes, he does. Uh, let's see. Oh, so yeah, I just found it frustrating. Also, we had just seen Armand Asante, Rico, Uh um, blast his way out of incarceration. And then we're right into the Judge Dredd, uh, uh, trial. As part of the evidence, like nobody's connecting these dots. Hey, there's this guy who we've kept up. He was, you know, criminal number one. He's now on the run. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cops got my gun. Right about now, it's time to have some fun. The King Ad Rock, that is my name, and I know the flop place with the gap champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was Beastie Boys. (laughs) What's the time?
1: It's time to get ill. Oh, it's time to get ill. God damn it! (laughs) Sorry, I forgot. So yeah, no, I agree with you. At no time while they're <laughs> while they're doing this hearing for Judge Dredd did they go, huh? I wonder that, who it could be. That Rico guy's busted out of prison mm-hmm. uh and he, he looks was like part this. of the he was part of the Janus project yeah. that both created him and Judge Dread. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this has something to do with it. Like at no point, at no point when they're and talking I, about, it, and then they allude to it in the next scene. But, yes. when Jürgen Prochnow is talking to Max von Sydow. But I
0: guess that's what they're saying. Like, like m- the public doesn't have knowledge of this. So okay, maybe it's been kept under wraps. Um, but Max von Sydow knows all about the Janus project,
1: right? Uh huh. Janus, 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 it, Janus. It, it, Okay, based on how he says it, it's the Janus project. <laughs> like that guy's lips. He bugs me. What the fuck is he doing he did with bug that? Me. The Janus Project, um, Das Boot, by the way, uh, Jürgen. Yes, like a good a good performance from Jürgen. It's good. Uh, okay, so yeah, that that bothers me. It it bothers me watching this film to know like how stupid the the High Council is. Mm-hmm. That okay, wait, you guys had this, and it was only nine years. Like you guys talk about how yeah. you shut it down nine years ago. Mm. Like I could tell you what I was doing nine years ago mm-hmm. uh, if I cloned. Two lives, and then one of them I had to put behind bars and bury. Yeah, that like, would. Uh, that I'd would still remember. Form a memory. I'd have a pretty good memory about it, and mm-hmm. honestly, at the forefront of my mind, I'd be like, "Okay, so I got to remember. We've hmm. got this <laughs> DNA system in place on our guns. Yeah. If Dredd you know, ever gets accused of some shit, I do have to remember that, like, oh, he shares DNA with somebody. Yeah. So <laughs> let me let me make a mental nope. note of this shit. No way we could have ever seen that coming, Joe.
0: <laughs> no. I actually like Armand, Armand Asante in it. I thought he was uh, he's fun in this movie. Menacing. He looks. He'd be bulked up for it. It seems like. I don't yeah. remember
1: him being that bulky. He looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. Which I love. You about need a good villain. A villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And this, uh, we've actually got two villains in this one, and I don't mind it because there's the uh, the, the puppet master, and then the the puppet cuts off his strings. Much yeah, like, that's right. I like uh, Ultron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are no strings on me. It's good. Which one did you like better, Age uh, of Ultron or Judge Dredd? <laughs> Actually that's kind of tough No no it's not Age of Ultron's better Far <laughs> superior Remember that part When Judge Dredd gets like Processed Okay so like Wait first There's the block war And he catches Fergie In the weird Recycled food robot Yeah um, With like spaghetti <laughs> There's spaghetti all Always over. It's the only food though Like there's no other food In there Unless he like gutted it But like he He sends him to prison mm-hmm. Because he had to he had to take he had to escape or hide out in the robot instead of throwing himself off a building. Yeah. Um seems unfair. It seems unfair, but this happens like probably 4 days before Dredd gets like incarcerated. Right. And they end up on the
0: same transport. So like he, where he's just been sitting in limbo for uh, a couple of weeks or something, right? Yeah. While everything else is playing out with uh-huh. Dread uh-huh. and then they all get on the same transport <laughs> and he just happens to recognize him by yeah. holding his hand
1: <laughs> above <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> yes. Nobody ever figured out Batman. Except that way. for except for uh uh Jimmy Kimmel. Did mm-hmm. you ever see the uh, did you ever see the Jimmy Kimmel bit no. where they reenacted the whole Clark Kent meeting Bruce Wayne at the party scene? Yeah. From... And like Jimmy Kimmel kinda walks by once and then you see him walk by again and he walks up to Oh, I did see Henry that Gale, one. You're Superman. Oh, it was from the Oscars, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the Emmys. And whatever then he it was. and then he has Ben Affleck put his phone up to take the picture, <laughs> and it's right in front of him. He goes, "Wait a minute, do that again." Yeah, you're Batman. <laughs> you're fucking Batman. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, so, love so me some Jimmy. That Fumble. is that has happened. I and, enjoyed. And in Roachman, the comedian drew the mask around the face.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, little known Roachman. Check it out. We did it on the podcast <laughs> a few years ago. Starring it, it's on, one. It's on YouTube. Somewhere. Joe Cucinati. That's right. And that's right. Uh, I enjoyed when Rob, Shatter, Rob Schneider finally got shot at the end. I was like, "Oh, great!" Gets, takes it right in the gut.
1: I was like, "All right," but apparently it. it's not only that. It was like a forty caliber bullet coming out of one of those ABC robots, and yet he's BBD. able to. <laughs> and yet he's able to uh, carry on
0: conversations. He kind of he, he he gets <laughs> he over. He is, just brushes it off. He just he walks does. it off. Same thing with Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow. Takes it, takes a skewer through the fucking heart. That should have killed him nigh instantly, right? But he's able to kind of chill out, and I'm just gonna lay down, and uh, this will you know, just put a tourniquet on it. I'll be all right hey, now, you... while I tell you your backstory, George. Dre. <laughs> are,
1: are, are you talking about the part where uh, one guy? has a drop on a dude and then gets shot from behind by another dude that has the drop on him <laughs> right, just, and then gets stabbed by the dude who has the drop on the rushing
0: him. The <laughs> Russian nesting dolls of, of action. action sequences, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All
1: right, so... I could clearly not shoot the boy that in front of me. <laughs> So no, I want to go back to that Rob Schneider bit too because he gets he gets shot. Hershey's being like held by the neck by this robot. Oh my god. Fergie gets shot in the fucking stomach with a forty caliber bullet. Point blank. So Dredd gives up his weapon and the robot lets go of Hershey Mm -hmm. and Dredd goes he looks at Hershey and goes, You okay? (laughs) What <laughs> what about the dude who's shot? He asks Hershey if she's okay. Well, it, and doesn't ask Fergie. Like, dude, you got shot in the fucking stomach. Like, Fergie, you all right? Well, would you though? I would you? I would have. Yes. I'm confused as to why this guy's like, Dread. I'm coming with you. Like, wow, he's turned around. This is Fergie's story, obviously.
0: I, I do think it is. We opened the film with him. I'm trying to figure out why Dread is letting him tag along through the
1: entire time. Because he's good luck. I, no. That was
0: horrible <laughs> luck. Everyone's he's getting
1: kidding. shot and killed. <laughs> what about when they tried to break back into Mega City 1? Uh, there's yeah. There's that video game sequence, again, with, like, the fire... Every thirty seconds. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they're right. running through this fucking tunnel, and Fergie falls. Mm-hmm. And instead of just getting the fuck back up and running, he yells for dread. Like, was Wait. I? I'm curious if like there was something that was taken out where his foot got stuck, or didn't seem like it. Seems he like he could have just he's just get the fuck right up. back up and let that adrenaline punch in. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, part of me sympathizes, but then there's another part of me that doesn't quite so much sympathize. It does
0: until character. until there's the moment, like, like the same moment where they're trying to sneak back in, and of course Judge Dredd doesn't have his, or Stallone doesn't have his, uh, his judge outfit anymore. <laughs> so they sneak into the locker room, and uh, Rob Schneider distracts him, and then uh, Stallone knocks Dredd the other knocks guy him. out, right? And he's like, oh, that was all me. And then Dr- Dredd starts undress undressing them. him. And Rob Schneider's like, uh, where's the line? I wrote it down. We don't have time for. Why this. are you taking his clothes off? We don't have time for this. <laughs> like that is the, that is such a juvenile joke. And and is it really not obvious to you why oh, he's? I like, was gonna say this is not no. That that's this, some dumb scriptwriter thought that that was funny and clever. Yeah. And decided to insert that. This is true. So there's. Uh, I, that's why I'm saying it's hard to root for him when he um, he has all the, the moments you don't like. It's, He's the Jar Jar Binks of he Judge Dredd.
1: absolutely is the Jar Jar Binks of this movie, and that's the that's a big problem with this, because you don't need him. You could still have some humorous stuff. If you want to throw in a little bit of humor, uh, you can have that. I mean, I think the world of Judge Dread. Offers you enough, like in the way of satire and just straight up humor that you could play with. But you still need a character who can be a surrogate for the audience. There need and that's what Hershey is. That's what she should have been. Yeah,
0: uh, Diane Dian, Lane. Saturday mm-hmm. under the Tuscan suns. Diane Lane. Lane. Outsiders, Diane Lane. That's right. This kind of it, it, it hurt Unfaithfuls, me. Unfaithfuls, Diane Lane. It pained me to see her in a film of this caliber. It, well,
1: oh well, because she had some some really bad material. Mm-hmm. Whoever wrote this did not know how to write for a woman. Yeah, uh, like there are so many bad scenes. There's that that sequence where uh, she, where Dread comes to her apartment after he's made it back into Mega City One, and she like pulls the gun on him, and she's like, "I, I don't yeah. even know who you are anymore." Mm-hmm. What? He's like, look in my eyes. And then she's like, okay. I just had to see it for right? myself. She's like, okay. Like, really? I, I got it. But then there's no the skepticism. fight sequence where she fights with Joan Chen at yeah. the end. And Joan Chen calls her a bitch. And she's like, that's judge, bitch. Yeah. Like, wow, that's setting women back. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, really? What? What the fuck? Let's let's touch on that
0: character because who the fuck? When did she show up and why was I supposed to care or know who she oh, the, was? The doctor,
1: like she should have been known. No, the the uh, the Joan Chen character, Yeah, Joan Chen. Yeah, she was, was she the doctor? She was a doctor. Oh, I yeah, guess she, she was. had been working on the Janus project. Okay, yeah. But, uh, yeah, she showed up because Hershey had to have someone to fight at the end. That's exactly what it was. Uh-huh. Exactly what it felt like. She was the Gamora, or um, what's the other one's name? Nebula. From Nebula. Yeah, to her Gamora. Which sucks because you don't need that. You know what would have been badass? Mm. Dread fighting some badass chick. Yeah. Like that. As would have he been does cool. in the uh, tread. Or or right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Hershey fighting fucking Rico. Dudes. Yeah. Let's let's see or some Robots. Instead Not of Rob Schneider
0: climbing up into the robot's brain and <laughs> yes. you know, crossing a couple of wires. And then he says, like, hack
1: you. Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> um one of <laughs> one of the most laughable deliveries uh, cracks me up. And I don't think it cracked me up quite as much as it did in this latest viewing. Mm-hmm is when they're in the Cursed Earth and they just took out the Angel family uh, and we had talked about it where Max von Sydow gets stabbed through the chest by Mean Machine. Yep. And then they have this like, they try to have this touching moment where Max von Sydow like lays there dying like Yoda in (laughs) in fucking Return of the Jedi. Oh no. And then and there's the statue of like, we should have never never taken justice out of her hands. Mm. And like (laughs) at some point Stallone looks down and goes, don't die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that and then followed up
0: with him dying and his, his death. Like, he it's, might as well have just stuck his tongue out and went, it's, it's, it's so, so bad. sudden. It's so bad. bad. Draw X's over his eyes. We get it.
1: This He's should dead. start to make things better. <laughs> uh, great actor, though. Nice, he's doc. a really good actor, yes. which makes me really upset with that delivery and how he dies I'm like you are yeah. you are better than this sir mm-hmm. but still still alone looking don't
0: die <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, really I'm trying not to but I don't have a heart right now I feel like you know if you're gonna be true to dread mm-hmm. dread won't say anything he would just he would like just be stoic he'd be stoic mm-hmm. and and you know internalize show, he would internalize but he would show his respect instead of being a, a sniveling to it. <laughs> Don't die. And then you got Rob Schneider, who's like sad. He's like got his head in his. Head. Like you didn't even know this, yeah, this. guy. you've known this guy for two minutes. <laughs> You're a lot of fun to be with, Dread.
0: <sighs> yeah, but yeah. Aside from that, not a bad movie. <laughs> I. It's fine. It's uh, it's it was made for like twelve year old boys, and as long as you go into that mindset, it's 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 it's. I, I I'm dying. Like I said, I'm dying to see the adult version of Dread. Now. Yeah. And oh I no. It's, I don't mean the porn version. I mean like. The Carl Urban, man. it's yep. really good. And Looking
1: forward to it. <laughs> the line of this movie, though, mm-hmm. is when they're they're flying on those bikes. It's the it's the chase scene, mm-hmm. and Fergie's supposed to be shooting at the at the guys behind them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and Dread Dread's like, you know, you shoot him, and Fergie turns the gun, and it's not firing, and Dredd Dread says, you have to cock it, <laughs> and here are these two guys riding like, yes on a bike like Rob Schneider in, all up against Stallone in from behind tight pants. And he's like you didn't say anything about cocking. <laughs> it's like, wow, that is the Taking best line. Taken out of context. Best line of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, is there any way this film
0: could have not been rated PG-13? It was rated R. Uh, apparently, they left a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor. There's some ultraviolence uh, when, that, when the robot... Pulls Griffin's arms and legs out of his socket. Apparently they shot that. Oh, yeah, shot they that. shot that.
1: That's right. I, I
0: remember reading about that. But it wasn't, on the, it wasn't on the Netflix version that I watched. No. There's like an NC-17 version. Uh, when, when the reporter at the beginning gets killed by the not-judged judge. By Rico? Um, yes. Um, there's some slow-mo shots of bullets just riddling him and his wife yeah. that they had to cut to get, to get it to an R. It was huh. an NC seventeen originally. That's wild. And they wanted to be PG thirteen because obviously there's some comic relief in here. It's kind. Of, it's kind of in no man's land, right? Like it's it's a little too kiddie to be a uh, or the, the humor is a little too there's juvenile. A, there's to a little too juvenile for humor for
1: it to be. Yeah, to but the, be violence, is too the violence. violence is way too violent. So it's high. It's it's very close to being RoboCop level. Yes, violent. it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I feel like a dread movie has to be. It has to be an R-rated movie. Like the the fact that you're trying to make this PG-13 tells me that you don't understand the source material. And I think that's what uh, the the
0: creator John Wagner is that what we said his name was. Yeah, uh, would have levied against the studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder if he's happy with the. Hopefully, he's, he's got to be ecstatic with the the dread, the new one. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, no, the new one's good. The reboot. I've got to tell you, like if if reboot. I was if I was the creator of dread of Judge Dread or whatever, uh, the 1995 Judge Dread movie, I think and and we'll we'll delve into this later because we have a specific moment in this podcast where we do this. Yeah. But uh I I like the way that this movie looked. I think this movie looked really good. I think there were some definite uh pluses on the side of the production design uh and even the way it was shot. Like I thought there was some really good stuff going on yes, in this movie. Yes. Some great camera work going on. Um you know, as far as just kind of the story itself, the story of, you know, mis- mistaken identity, uh using Judge Rico to get dread basically because J- Griffin knew how much Fargo cared about Dread. that he'd be able to get Fargo off the council to protect Dredd. Dredd would be out of the way because he'd be in jail, mm-hmm. and so then that would cause them to be able to open up the Janus Project get their clones so going. he can have the clones, uh, which at the, I don't ultimately understand what the endgame yeah, was I supposed to be. Yeah, I was going to say, to what end? Yeah. Like,
0: and then you take over the world, or you just have law and order because we have a bunch of judges
1: Like, you, you just killed a bunch of judges... So you could get the clone. authorization to clone, clone a bunch of judges. Bunch of judges. <laughs> exactly, and that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, and
0: why you need to bring uh, this untrustworthy felon into your crew right.
1: to help you carry it out? Um, seems like he should. It should been more well, of an inside job. The only reason was because he had the. He was smart enough to know that the DNA would have been linked to to Joseph. Dre- Joseph Dredd, uh, they call, and they call him Joseph like a lot in this movie. Kill him, Joseph. <laughs> she never says kill
0: him. She does say kill him, Joseph. No.
1: Yes. She
0: doesn't say kill him. There's a, there's a scene where. where when he's boxing? When he's fighting. Mm-hmm. Does she say kill him? I swear to God. I thought She's she says, said She's have said that him. line for years. Oh, kill him. Wow. wow. Maybe maybe she does say hit him. Man. I'll have to go back and watch. Pl- oh, wait. Christy no, not Shannon, Shannon Christie. That movie sucks. I love that well, I would, I I will keep it far and away from me. <laughs>
1: hey!
0: I am Joseph Donnelly so of telli- the
1: family Donnelly.
0: <laughs> so are you telling me then uh, what it did right was the special effects? Well... Because I'm ready to uh, jump there, buddy. Are you? Yeah. you know, okay, cool. Well, we're in an uh, and five so, minutes. So
1: what did, what did Judge Dredd do right?
0: Um, I have
1: to say...
0: <laughs> yeah, the- we're here to talk about movies today. <laughs> in a major way. Editing bay. Um, Editing, baby. Um, what? <laughs> I, I know. I was well. You, you kind of took mine, so I'm trying to find something oh. else. Oh um, no! Go oh, ahead, man. How about this? The score, Alan Silvestri. Back to the Future's Alan Silvestri. My uh, favorite character. The in Looney Tunes cartoon. Well, that's right. Thunder <laughs> <laughs> and Thicketash. Alan Silvestri. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a fun it's a fun uh, score. Yeah. Um, it right in, in smack dab in the middle of the '90s when these 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 uh, bombastic. Um, Orchestral scores were uh, some were. good
1: scores that came out in the nineties, mm-hmm. man. I like that kind. Some really good stuff. I
0: also like what we're doing now. We're in a, we're in kind of a the pendulum has swung. We're in a very minimalist yeah uh, age. Where, yes, Inception and uh, all the all the Hans Zimmer stuff. Just <laughs> bang some drums, yeah,
1: and uh, find four chords, yeah, and then rinse. But lather, then, but then you know what? For every one of those, you've got a Birdman. Did that have a good score? Who did, did that? That drum, the jazz drum score that's kind of going on throughout the entire movie. Oh, that's right. I think that's really cool. And Whiplash, too. Whether, yeah, Whiplash. Mm-hmm. What's that, about that. that new movie that's coming out that's from the, the director of Whiplash, La La Land? Wh- yeah, the musical. That looks fucking uh, great. Emma Stone. And, and uh, Ryan Gosling. I'm I'm in. Yeah, dude. I think it could be our uh, this, this decade's Moulin Rouge. It looks really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay so yeah what I thought Judge Dredd did right I love the production design in fact the very end of the movie there's this shot where yeah. Dredd comes riding up that on the ridge that must have been right out the of the Meg- comic right? Mega City 1 yeah it's yep. gorgeous mm-hmm. and like throughout the entire movie you're like okay that's it Why are they? that's what yeah, I wanted why did they save this to the end and they linger on that shot for yeah. a long time I'm like
0: oh this is
1: because yeah. all that does is make me go oh this is what it could have been <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did Judge Dredd do wrong uh, the, some of the casting, um, and and then just the need for
0: that they felt for comic relief, uh-huh. uh, and then to give that role to Rob Schneider, yeah, um, really, really, it's just Rob Schneider. It's not even the rest of the casting. The rest of the cast is
1: great. It's Rob Schneider. I, I I can't get over him. I don't I don't disagree with that. I I also feel that what this film did wrong was they tried to get too complicated with the story. Way too much story. Yeah, there's too much going on here. You don't need all that. You know, Judge Dread. Doesn't have to be complicated. You can make it pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do wish so much that they had spent more time in the Cursed Earth that we could have gotten a yeah. little bit, well, a they, little bit more of like the the Angel family. Like they're setting it up and they cool.
0: they talk about it all at the beginning, and you think you're gonna you're gonna really. See this expansive a uni- very Mad Max style uh-huh. of universe, and uh, no, it's just one hillbilly family, yeah, that has uh, weapons, yeah, and and a cyborg oh, for good old Paul, yeah. I did like that guy. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean that was it was all pretty neat. Mm. Uh, all right, so if we were going to remake again, Judge Dread, not just Dread, mm-hmm. not not the, the twenty twelve movie, uh, but if we were going to remake 1995's Judge Dread, uh, produced by Andrew Vagina... <laughs> That name, man, whenever it pops up on the screen. Uh, Andrew Vajna. <laughs> man, I would change my name so fast. So but if too. we were going to remake Judge Dredd, mm. how would we do that, Joel? I have a theme for mine this year. Okay, cool. Uh, that I,
0: I I don't need to... Um, well, I've already I've already outed myself, haven't I? Well,
1: kind um, of. But I
0: do have a theme. Uh, then do you want me to go ahead and let you kind of... Uh, uh, how about we start from the bottom and, and you chime in when you figured out what my theme is? Okay. All right. Uh, is it Scott Pilgrim? It is not Scott Pilgrim. Uh, but I recast. It, is it Clue? Please, no pre-guessing. Save your pre-guessing. Oh, okay. I. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of a line for a Clue. And then it ran to the ballroom, and you were there, and you were there, and you were there. Get on with it. Uh, I I went as far as recasting Ilsa. I guess that's her name. The, oh, I the did Joan not. Shen. Nope, did right. not recast. Well, I'll start off with her. Uh, my recast for her is Lynn Collins. Lynn Collins. So you did uh, John Carter? Well, um, <laughs> not necessarily. No. <laughs> okay. Lynn Collins is my Ilsa. I love her, man. My She's next saying. up is uh, the Rob Schneider character, Fergie. Fergie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if
1: I were a boy. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Who? Who's your Fergie? I recast Fergie with Miles Teller. We speak we spoke about Whiplash earlier. Oh, great. He's also in this movie called Bleed for This that's gonna be coming yeah, out about that the looks box. Great. Yeah. Looks really good. He's a great I I, I enjoy him Fantastic in all actor. things. Fantastic four actor. Um <laughs> You're
0: so stupid I went with uh, Dominic Monahan from uh, Lord of the Rings. He's oh, okay. one of our was he is he's is he uh, Pippin or did, Mary to do X Men Origins? Maybe the Wolverine <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Max Fancy now. <laughs> okay, you mean judge fargo judge fargo Chief justice fargo mm-hmm. uh a little trivia uh the ethan uh, the Ethan brothers the Joel brothers <laughs> the Cohen brothers <laughs> the uh, at one time were, were going to uh, uh be directing this movie judge did you realize oh that really did you know that? Yeah, they were offered it wow and ironically gave it up so that they could film Fargo. That's great, isn't it? Though is the that why more they? Named, you know. I wonder if that's why they named this character Fargo. I, I'm sure and they it killed him. Has very little to do with uh, with that. Okay, uh, but my uh, Max von Sydow is Ian McKellen.
1: Ian McKellen. No way. Yes. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yep. How about yeah. your uh, Griffin? Let's go up to Griffin. Uh, my Judge Griffin, I cast with Kevin Kline. Ooh, ooh, not,
0: Oh yeah, because he can be like smarmy yeah. and a bad guy, uh-huh. but still charming. Yes, sir. <laughs> Um, I, I did something similar. Um, Danny Huston is the actor's name. You may yes. know him as a Young Striker from uh-huh. X Men Origins. Yes, he, you're correct.
1: He was also in. Uh, I'm trying to think of. There was another movie that I saw him in recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this went nowhere. Cut that out, Jeff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about uh, Rico? Whoa, Armando Santé. Okay.
0: Oh wait, did you give your uh, Griffin? Yeah. yeah. I'm Kevin, sorry. You just Kevin did. Klein. Yes,
1: Kevin Klein. Uh Armando Santé, Rico. Armando Sande. Suave. Uh, for me, played by Swim fans Jesse Bradford. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> very nice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It went with Lee Schreiber. That's pretty good. Mm. That's that's good stuff.
0: That's good. Stuff. How about Diane Lane? How about Hershey? Judge Hershey. I want to go down that Hershey Highway.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> I've been waiting an hour and so f- ten minutes. To I make love. That at joke. one point, he calls her Hersh. Hersh. Yeah. Like, Trust me, Hershey. <laughs> like what? Because like, they're like, on a first name like basis. <laughs> like I would love for him to play Judge Hershey. Um,
0: uh Excuse me, David. Yeah. They're, 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 they're. <laughs> uh, and there you go. Jeff Goldblum is my Judge Dread. There you go. <laughs> I am.
1: Uh, <laughs> I am. I am the law. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. We have to trash the city up so they won't want it anymore. <laughs> uh, I, ju- I, I judge. I judge. you. <laughs> I, I recast Judge Hershey with Shailene Woodley.
0: Oh, hey, there you go. A little Miles yes. Teller and Shane. Yeah, uh, Miles Teller and Shailene, Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Are you doing a theme as well? I'm not, no.
1: Not, not, I, you're not
0: diverging here? Uh, I went Famke Jansen. <laughs> I, I pledge my allegiance. <laughs> Famke Jansen. Uh, I love her. Famke Jansen.
1: Uh, my Judge Dredd, mm-hmm. because I feel like he resembles Jesse Bradford, and yes. the characters need to kind of resemble one another uh, for yes. the sake of the story of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, help me out here. From uh, He was in Train Spotting. Have you seen the trailer for the new Train spot? I movie? did. That I had major doubts I did when too. they announced that. And now I'm in. This trailer looks really good. I, I,
0: I love the things that they're, they're juxtaposed. He's flat out recreating scenes and shots from the first. Did you catch that? The uh-huh. whole him like hitting the hood, hitting of, the the hood of the car and laughing. And, laughing, and yep. there's so many uh, shots that he's redoing. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. I will watch that. Uh, because I like... Uh, what's that director's name? Uh, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Oh, did you, did you Boyle. ever see...
1: Um, Okay, how about this—the elementary TV show with uh, Lucy Liu? Yes, and that he's the one that plays like the Sherlock Holmes. Yes, character. I like that. That's Johnny, oh, Johnny Lee Miller.
0: Thank you. There you go. Oh, I do love him. All right, very nicely done. Well, of course, uh, like you said, they have to look like brothers. And who was leave? Who was Sabretooth's brother <laughs> in uh, Wolverine? None other than uh, Hugh Jackman. So that is my Jackman. Judge Dredd who's, from the cast.
1: Of who's directing Batman. it? Is it going to be the director of Brian Singer? Of course. Oh, no, I didn't he- go with uh, Gareth. No, no, not no. Gareth Edwards. Uh, it was uh, the guy who directed T- T- Totski. Uh, yes. He did X-Men Origins. World One War. second. So nothing, nothing better than getting like an Oscar award-winning director who ends up turning out a piece of shit. Yeah. That's fun. Well, happens. I can't remember his name now for the life of me. Uh, for the life of me. I went with Pierre Morel, uh, the director of the Taken film. Oh great. That's kind of action. Nice. That's what we're looking for for something like Hell this. Yeah. While you're looking that up, I'm going to tell you the, the director of I'm X-Men Origins up. Wolverine. Stop, listen to me. He he also uh directed Totsky, <laughs> or Chachi. Gavin Hood. Gavin Hood. I knew it's What's working the under the hood. Um, Gavin. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I don't want to be anything other than what I have been trying to be lately. <laughs> l- 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 I'm Gavin McGraw. Big, 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 big girl. <laughs> he was born in Johannesburg, South Africa. Of course Africa. he was. Scarlet Johannesburg. Um, <laughs> did you see the trailer for Ghost in the Shell? I do. Speaking of Scarlet I don't Scarlet know if that's going to work. I don't know if you it's going to work gonna, in live now, action. have you
0: seen the... Oh, yeah. so you don't think it's going
1: to work in live action at all? Not that you I don't think, think they're doing yeah, it? I don't think it's going to work live action. Wh- wh- what I like, makes you doubt? I like doubt. Ghost in the Shell, but I just think there are some things that you could do. like Almost like it made me feel like I was watching the trailer for Aeon Flux again. Mm. Oh God! It, no, it seemed Joe. a little Aeon fluxy. This seems a little more it a little self-aware than that. It seemed a little Aeon fluxy. You can, can keep repeating it, Joe. It a little but Aeon, but Aeon That doesn't mean no. guys. If you have any thoughts about what <laughs> we've had to say about this movie, or the Ghost in the Shell trailer, mm. or our recast. Uh, you can write us back on uh, on Facebook in the search bar. Uh, look up the editing bay. Find that image with the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that. That is us. And that's where you can talk back to us and let us know your thoughts, your feelings about 1995's Judge Dredd or any other movie that we've talked about or if you have any suggestions for movies that you'd like us to talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where you will put your suggestions down. If you feel like being a part of our Russell or Wayne giveaways, uh, that's where you would sign up. You write us and let us know, Hey, I want you to put my name in the hat. For Russell or Wayne, we don't have one this week. Uh, We don't have a hat. We we don't have a hat. Nope. We don't have people. We don't have... Nothing. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's where you can talk back to us. Uh, Joel, we've also got a website, right? We do Save have a website. It's called
0: editingbay.com. You can go there, you can find out all you want to know about Editing Bay. You see a couple pictures of us from that live show we did. You can buy a t-shirt, <laughs> Three years support ago. the and, 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 and we're not going we're not going to time stamp it so before we had uh, we before be I was a parent. <laughs> could, we be could be listening to this. People could be listening to this podcast in the future, Joe you know, in you know, radio in, signals, in the, in the Judge Dread future. What if there's an alien where race they still have
1: 1995 flashlights? That is just consumer. <laughs> they do fucking huge rail vax that run on D batteries. Yes. No, I have
0: one in my phone that fits in my pocket. Anyway, um, who's going with this? Uh, editingbay.com. Uh, we also have links to our social media networks, the aforementioned Facebook page. We also have a link to our Twitter handle, which is at TheEditingBay. Again, first person who uh, is our 150th follower. And you never know who it's going to be. I know people try to game the system. They wait until the end there, uh, like much like I used to do with eBay bids.
1: Right, sneak in within the last 10 seconds. Do you remember when they used everybody? to like, when you tried to snipe and then it would suddenly add time to the listing? Do you remember when it did No, that? did they? There was a time at the of, mm. uh, in the beginning of, in the beginning In the beginning. When like, there was a problem with people sniping, so they tried to fix it. Mm. And so if you would like, try to snipe in a bid, it added five minutes to the listing. Oh. Yeah, that and then they got rid of it.
0: Fair, but the whole, light... listen, whatever. I, I won so many eBay bids by doing that. Yeah, and, uh, I have too. Call it what you will, but uh, I my my uh, highest bid was higher than the other person's so I won it fair and square that's, that's right editingbay.com at the editing bay 150th follower wins a national prize and uh, we're right around that 146 <laughs> Chances are it mark. used to belong to me probably and then I gave
1: it to Joel or
0: maybe something I got from Loot Crate there you go But uh, you know, a good idea. hey hey free swag is free swag right so follow us uh,
1: on twitter at the editing bay if you've got your uh, if you're listening to us on your Apple device obviously you know this already but what if you don't maybe you're listening to this on the website uh, grab your Apple device your phone or your iPad Uh, go ahead and bring up the podcasting app and in the search function put in the editing bay and uh, again you're going to find that image that woman with the bleeding eyes tap on that and then go to the review section leave us a review and uh, a five star rating we really would appreciate that love to hear back love to hear what you like about the show even if there's something that you don't like or something that you would suggest that we maybe try out or, or do different as long as it's a five-star rating, I'm okay with that. Sure. Uh, and then if you don't have an Apple device, you got an Android, you can also uh, find us in the iTunes library by using the podcast Addict and Podcast Republic apps. Uh, I think that's all we've got for the plugs mm-hmm. and stuff. What are
0: we going to do next week? Well, Joe, as you know, uh, next week uh, is, is we're coming up on Thanksgiving. We're smack dab in the holiday season. Uh, we're midway through November, literally, literally today, L- literally midway through November. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, you remember what we did last year for, for Thanksgiving? Uh, we did Dutch. That's right. Oh, Starting at right. O'Neill. <laughs> Thank you for letting me answer that. <laughs> well, when it didn't fly off your tongue, uh, we're, we're a minute, twenty minute, or an hour, minute, and twenty minutes in, and uh, an hour minute, and then I, I cannot talk. <laughs> I can't either, man. So this is the time of year where uh, you bring uh, you, everybody gathers, comes home for Thanksgiving, right? Sometimes you go go see family. Sometimes uh-huh. you're coming home from college. Sometimes uh, you're coming home and uh, you're going to bring home your new boyfriend who you've met at your first semester of college, uh-huh. uh, and he may not get along with your new parents because he's a little crazy. He's got his own way about him, and his name might be Polly Shore. Oh, shit. That's right. Son-in-law. Oh, my God. is the film I'm talking Are about. Are you sure you want to do a Thanksgiving? I am you don't, want to do you don't want to do JFK? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next week, you don't want to do JFK instead? No. I mean, I need a palate cleanser. And you know what? I was surprised. So this Back? is and to the left. This is now on Netflix. First of all, I don't have enough time to watch that fucking movie again. Uh, second of all, I don't believe in all that stuff. Uh, you don't believe JFK existed? I don't believe. I think it's a fairy tale. I think it was invented. Don't uh, you say that. Hey,
1: hey, picture it didn't happen. Every time you every time you say you don't believe in JFK, a JFK a dies. gets his wings? No. Uh, so clap your hands. Say <laughs> so you do believe in JFK. I do believe. I do believe. <laughs> and I do
0: believe we'll be watching Son-in-Law starring Pauly Shore. I'm surprised to see. If the it's Weasel. On, it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's pronounced the Visa. <laughs> uh, and, and it only has like one and a half stars. And, yeah, I believe uh, it. I, I believe that. S- I, I seem to recall this being one of the better Polyshore vehicles. Right up there with Biodome, Joe.
1: <laughs> that says what? a lot. Whoa, my gosh. All right. So, uh, and this is, you said it's on Netflix? It is on Netflix. So, uh, right. pull yourself
0: up some, some couch. And enjoy son
1: In Law. Cool. Jeff, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Joel, always a pleasure. Yes, yeah, always interesting. <laughs> God, that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> guys, we'll check in next week with... What was it? Sun In Law? <laughs> I almost said Biodome. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, they're all the same movie. Can we just call it like polyshore Shore 4? Sure. <laughs> we'll see it for Sun In Law. I almost 1. messed it up again. <laughs> We're going to see son In Law next week right here on the editing bag. Check it later. Thanks, guys.